Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Dr. Amar Patani from Main Street Smiles in Barrington. Hi, Doc. How are you today? Hey, John. How's it going? Doing okay out here. Uh, By the way, just, uh, you know, as I was reading that stuff about marijuana, I know that it makes people feel good, and for some people they use it to manage pain. You know, we're doing commercials for you, and one of the commercials we do now says that you um, administer Botox, and that Botox, beyond a cosmetic treatment for people, actually is used as a, a bit of a pain remedy. Am I using the right words there, Doc? Yeah, so Botox has been used for many, many years, and you know it has a lot of different applications. Originally, it was meant for some conditions with the eye. Uh, everyone knows about the cosmetic applications, but there's also some pain relief applications. Um, and the ones that we focus on here in kind of the dental industry is things that deal with the head and neck. Um, so when we talk about people with chronic migraines, chronic headaches, um, those that are caused by conditions of the muscle so things like the, you know, your forehead muscles and your side head muscles around your temple, um, your jaw muscles, and even coming down to your neck and your shoulders, your upper shoulders. Um, in a lot of people that suffer from headaches, it's caused by tension, stress in these muscles. And certain applications of Botox into these muscles can decrease that stress and tension and relax those muscles and then result in lessening or elimination of those headaches. I've never heard of that. Do other dentists do this? Has this been an industry-wide practice for a long time, or is this something new you guys are doing? Um, at, at my practice, for specifically, it's a newer uh, addition, but dentists have been doing this for several years now. Um, when you think about it, you know, we're trained for many years on head and neck. So all the nerves, all the vessels, all the muscles of the face, the head, the neck area is kind of our our wheelhouse, our sweet spot. Yeah. Well, in that sense, it makes sense that you would be a person administering Botox to me. Do you have to be a medical doctor to do Botox treatments? Um, You have to be certified to give injectables. So dentists, doctors, um, I think dermatologists a lot of times, of course, doctors um, give the Botox treatments. And then I, I believe nurse practitioners and some nurses can do it also. I'm not totally sure about who all is qualified. Well, not to take away from those people, but I, it, it, I do like the idea. It makes sense that a dentist who, like you said, specializes in, in your face, your neck, your head, um, would be the person who would be intimately aware of what's going on here. But then do you direct it directly into the muscle, like, where, like in the, the neck or the shoulder or the head or whatever? Do you put it right there? Yeah, so the way Botox works is it's a... It's, it's a a clean, clarified, sterilized version of botulinum toxin, which yeah. can effectively and specifically reduce the um, contractions of certain muscles, of muscles. So it works for where we place it. Now, Botox only works on muscles. So anything caused by muscle is what Botox is going to address. Huh. All right. Say I don't have any of those things, but I would like this little line on my cheek to go away um, or the crow's nest on my eyes. Would you take that patient as well? Absolutely. So, you know, again, any any of the, the wrinkles or lines that are caused by muscle contraction. So when we talk about crow's feet and then some of the lines in your in your chin, um, the lines in your forehead, 
Um, those can be addressed with Botox. We do all that here. Um, you can also use fillers, which we also do here. And fillers, you know, we use to enhance and smooth the look of face, wrinkles, and, and mm-hmm. lips, um, nose area, and chin area. Okay. Dr. Amar Patani's on a phone line from Main Street Smiles in Barrington. Every time you come on, we get a lot of questions, Doc. They text them in. They call them in. You can do that right now, 312-981-7200. I'll start with some of the last batch we didn't get to, and then we'll go on to our new calls and text messages. Does the dentist think, what does the dentist think about rinsing your mouth with hydrogen peroxide? Uh, So I prefer that my patients don't rinse with hydrogen peroxide just because there's lots of different concentrations of it. Um, and at some concentrations, it's okay and it's safe, but at other concentrations, it's really too strong, uh, too abrasive for the gums and, and the uh, periodontal health in your mouth. Um, so we prefer that you just use over-the-counter um, mouthwashes, our salt water rinses are safe, um, things that are more safe mm-hmm. to, your, to your tissue. Okay, but this person says mouthwash, alcohol or alcohol-free? One better than the other, doctor? No, I think it's whatever you prefer and works well with you. Really? Again, I would... All these things are better than none. <laughs> yeah, you've said that before, including swishing with water, but doesn't alcohol have a little oomph to it? Isn't that a more powerful uh, choice? Um, so it has the oomph, but it's not really that oomph that's, that's helping you, right? So, so some, some negatives of that is that it can, help, it can also dry your tissue out. Mm. Um, the really what's what's working in a lot of these uh, mouthwashes is the um, essential oils that's targeting and killing the bacteria right. Right. or just clearing the debris in your mouth in general and providing assistance to that saliva that's buffering your mouth. It's funny you mention that because last time we talked, you mentioned essential oils. That's what you want in your mouthwash. Well, I get the off-brand Walgreens version of that purple mouthwash that Scope or somebody makes. Listerine is the purple one. It's one I've been using. But I didn't see essential oils on there. And I'm pretty sure the ingredients match the name brand. Um, Do you think I missed it on the label, doctor? Or what advice do you have? Will it literally say the words essential oils? Um, I think it does. Now, I have to go and look. But, you know, again, the most important thing is that if you're using a mouthwash that you're using consistently and you're really swishing around and removing any of the debris in your mouth, yeah. um, and that's what's going to give you the most benefit. Some of these things like essential oils and um, alcohol, you know, they can provide other benefits, but really it's just the agitation and the, the clearing of that debris um, that, that's going to give you the biggest benefit. I get that. One last quick question here. We'll take a break and come back with your calls. 312-981-7200. However mundane or deep you go. A dental assistant, John Williams, once told me that after I eat a meal, if I would at least take a gulp of water and swish it around in my mouth, that would help. Does the doctor agree? I think you just said you do, right? Yeah. So we've talked about this before in that anything you can do to clear that debris from your mouth and help the saliva to, to get your mouth pH back to that normal pH will help. It's when we have debris in our mouths that it's constantly feeding the bacteria, producing the acid and attacking our teeth. We're talking to Dr. Amar Patani, the family dentist at Main Street Smiles in Barrington. Their, their website, if you want to know more about any of this, the doctor is good to take your calls at his office too. Just click on MainStreet312.com, MainStreet312.com. Uh, Dr. Patani, more questions from our listeners. You ready? Yep. At what age should children start to have regular dental checkups? 
Um, so I think the the uh, the recommendation from the um, pediatric dentist is is a, is before teeth actually come in the, into the mouth, and part of that is to kind of just expose children to the atmosphere of the dentist, as well as to learn about things that the parents can do. So it's almost like educational for the parents to yeah. learn. Yeah. Um, how to take care of the gums and teeth of the baby. And certainly by the time you see those first teeth coming in, you want to get to the dentist. I'm doing everything right, doctor. Brushing, flossing. Why do I still have bone loss? So we talked a little bit about this before. Um, Just stepping back a little bit. So there's two things that hold teeth in the mouth, just so everyone can understand. You have bone and you have gums or soft tissue. Those are the two structures that hold your teeth in your body. Um, when we lose bone, there's no real consistent and effective way to regrow that bone. But we can replace that bone attachment with soft tissue attachment. Um, as for why people lose bone, um, I think we talked last time about how some of that is a genetic component, um, and it's dependent on the type of bacteria that you have in your mouth. And if you're prone to that, then it's you know extra important that you go to your dentist and that you visit your dentist and that you're addressing these issues um, because they can really prevent you from losing, uh, from, from tooth loss in the future. Um, it's about bacteria, right? Is that what causes cavities? Cavities are caused by the byproduct of bacteria, correct, the acid in the mouth. Okay, but I'm just wondering, is there a, a product, a toothpaste or a mouthwash that is especially good at killing bacteria um, so fluoride is uh, is very good at keeping bacteria from multiplying, and so most of your toothpaste will have it. So that's really all you got. I mean, not that that's nothing, but um, there's no magic bullet, right? Uh, just regular dental hygiene with a fluoride-based product. My mouthwash and toothpaste should have fluoride, right? That's right. And then the essential oils we were talking about before. So it may not be listed as essential oils, but you may actually see the names of the different essential oils uh, used, like eucalyptol, menthol, methyl salicylate. I can't even say these. And and thymol are some examples. There's more examples if you take a look on the Internet. Well, this listener says, speaking of all that, would you recommend toothpaste with a high concentration of xylitol? I don't even know what that is. So xylitol is a sugar substitute that... It's not an antibacterial, it's bacteriostatic, meaning that it doesn't promote uh, bacteria. Um, and, and so, no, I wouldn't, there's not enough studies to show that using a high concentration of xylitol is, is helpful. And when you don't have that many studies around, you know, it's hard to say if it's affecting anything else. So I would stick with tried and true. And again, if it's not broken, don't fix it. If you're having good appointments at your dentist, yeah. you know, what you're doing is fine and discuss it with them. Please ask the doctor if there's a way to test if I'm allergic to Botox before I get the injections. Um, I don't know of a way. I also haven't heard of any Botox allergies. Uh, it's not That's not common, huh? Um, by the way, the, one of the reasons I asked you to come on, and now with a minute and a half left, I'll, I'll bring it up, but only because I think that the answer is going to be pretty obvious. But on TikTok, a lot of people are posting videos of teeth scaling, where rather than go to the dentist, or maybe in addition to, they get little scrapers out and they scrape the teeth the way the hygienist does. Are you familiar with this? And what do you say about that, doctor? Yeah, so I am familiar about it. I have seen it. And definitely something that you don't want to do at home. Um, Several reasons. You can damage the enamel. You know, so these instruments can be pretty sharp. 
the hygienists and the dentists that do the, the, the deep cleaning or the scaling and root planing, we use like 12 to 15 different instruments on different teeth in the mouth and, and specifically for whether we're going into and under the gums or staying above the gums. When you use really sharp instruments in your own mouth and you don't have the training to know how much pressure and where to push and, and where to clean, you can cause ga- uh, gouges into the tooth enamel, um, which can lead to sensitivity, can make it harder to keep clean. You can also burnish the calculus, meaning that you're taking away the sharp edges of the calculus and rubbing it smooth, and that makes it really difficult for professionals then to remove it later. Mm. Um, you can damage the gums in your mouth, so the papilla, which is that pink triangle that's kind of in between your teeth, um, you can damage that and cause it to be blunted, and that can lead to black triangles in your mouth, which is kind of the space you see um, in, in that area. You can damage the attachment. So when we do scaling and replaning, the whole reason we're doing it is to uh, keep the, the attachment of the teeth, again, the bone and the tissue, healthy, keep it strong. And if you're scaling and you're going too far uh, under the gums, you can actually damage and break that attachment. I'm amazed um, at this. Finally, yeah, go yeah. ahead, Doc. So finally, you can, you can damage the root surface. So the root surface itself is made out of a different material. It's not enamel. It's cementum. It's softer than enamel. And if you damage that surface, you can cause areas for bacteria to congregate. You can cause sensitivity, pain, um, and future tooth problems. I'm amazed that anybody thinks <laughs> that not only is it a good idea, but they would even try it. I think all of us are a little leery of that practice. We know it's necessary. We trust you guys because this is what you do. I mean, if you said, hey, I've got an idea for home eye surgery, I would be just as interested. I can't believe that that's even a thing. But I figured yeah, you'd it's say surprising. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dr. Amar Patani, uh, the family dentist at Main Street Smiles in Barrington. Mainstreet312.com. Always helpful, Doc. Uh, let's uh, have another conversation like this down the road. Thanks for your thoughts today. Thanks so much for having me, John.